0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. A man with leprosy came to Jesus begging him, and kneeling said to Jesus, If you choose, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, and said to him, I do choose, be made clean. Immediately the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. After sternly warning him, Jesus sent him away at once, saying to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded as a testimony to them. But the man went out and began to proclaim it freely. And to spread the word, so that Jesus could no longer go into a town openly, but stayed out in the country. And people came to Jesus from every quarter. The gospel of the Lord. Lent is approaching, and so uh, there are a number of things happening here around that, and oddly enough, a lot of it seems to be around food, too. Uh, So on Tuesday evening, there's a a pancake dinner here put on by the Nets of Columbus. That's free, so you can't can't lose out on coming to that, so we've got that, and uh, then on the um, right Ash Wednesday itself, we have... um, uh, mass with the Ashes, both in the morning at 8 o'clock and in the evening at 7 o'clock. Starting on, um, on the Friday after Ash Wednesday during Lent, we'll, we'll celebrate the Stations of the Cross here. And uh, just because the, the, the youth dance downstairs makes some noise sometimes, the Stations of the Cross will be at 6.15 in the evening on Fridays. And right after that, we'll have, uh, there'll be light food every, every week. Uh, just some soup and some bread each uh, after each Friday evening in Lent after the Stations of the Cross. Now other things we can look forward to on March the 19th that's our parish feast day so we hope to have a parish potluck here that day. It's a Tuesday Um, and just bring out your favorite food and we'll celebrate our parish feast day that evening. And the day before Palm Sunday We'll have a day of mercy here. So, both the priests, we will be available throughout the bulk of the day to hear confessions on that day. Other things going on in Lent, um, if you're not quite sure what to give up for Lent, there's a few options for you. You, you can take a look in our bulletin and the news app there, and there's some ideas there, some creative ideas of things you might give up for Lent. We'll be starting up on uh, Wednesdays and Lent, starting after Ash Wednesday, a Bible study group, and there's two ways you can participate in that. Uh, We will have in person, you can join us in the Columbus Hall, 6.30 in the evening, or join us online as well, so you have two options. Sometimes it's hard to get out to the church on weekday evenings, especially if you've got young ones in your family. Bible trivia is starting up again this Lent as well, so it's an app in an app form this year. Uh, you can get that, and each day of Lent, a new question will appear, and uh, those who answer the most right, the quickest, will there'll be a prize at the end of, of Lent. Finally, for Lent, at the entrance, you'll see on the table a pile of rocks. Feel free to take one home, and uh, write on it what you're going to give up for Lent, and bring that up on Wednesday or next weekend. You can set it before the altar. This is the place of sacrifice. We're going to make a Lenten sacrifice, and so as an outward symbol of all our various sacrifices, we'll, we can place those stones you know, with written on it what it is you're giving up. Uh, and we'll, we'll have the stones available next weekend as well. So in the Gospel for today... We hear about a moment when Jesus healed an unnamed man of leprosy. One part of the miracle I find interesting is how, right after healing the man, Jesus asks him to go to the priest and make an offering. Leprosy was a deadly and contagious disease, to be sure, but even worse was how the disease prevented people from worshiping. Out of fear of spreading the disease, Those with leprosy weren't permitted to worship with others in the temple or synagogues. Sure, anyone can pray anywhere at any time, but God has always expected his people to worship as a united community as well, because shared worship is great practice for the community of saints we're all called to be part of in God's kingdom. So in addition to healing the man— Jesus restored him to the community, making it possible for him to offer God right worship once again. Now, leprosy may not be so prevalent anymore, but there are still many who face illnesses that threaten life. Some will very shortly be invited forward to receive the anointing of the sick, expecting to receive healing. Maybe we'll witness the miracle of a physical healing. That would be incredible. But even if we don't, we know there's healing offered here through the forgiveness of sins and a promise that disease will not have the last say for God's adopted children. Sadly, though, disease still prevents many from worshiping with us. Maybe not out of fear of spreading disease, but simply because grave illness often makes it impossible for the seriously ill to come here. Father Darlington and I, we do our best to go and visit people and bring community to them when illness prevents them from joining us, Uh, but even with that, they're still not able to join us here in worship. But illness isn't the only thing that keeps some from worshiping with us. In our families, among our friends, in our workplaces and schools are so many Catholics who don't join us, and we often mourn over their absence. They may not carry a contagious disease, but something holds them back, preventing them from joining our community in giving God proper worship. It's going to be different for everyone, of course. Some are busy with full lives. Some have been hurt by the hypocrisy of Catholics who don't always live the love we profess. Others feel guilt for not having come out in a long time, or they're in relationships they know don't quite meet the ideals we ascribe to marriage. Some just don't feel they meet God here, or they know they're long overdue for a confession. These may not be physical ailments, but they are still conditions that afflict God's people. The list of diseases, it seems, that prevents people from joining us in worship is endless and can make us feel very powerless. But that's okay. I have no doubt the unnamed leper from today's gospel felt powerless too. But see what he did. After recognizing how there is someone who does have power to conquer disease, he approached Jesus and he begged, if you choose, you can make me clean. The diseases of busyness, or hurt, or division, or guilt, or the various situations many find themselves in, they're everywhere. There is healing needed. So let us follow the example of the unnamed leper. Let's be sure to go to to Jesus today and beg him to make all his people clean, restoring all, so God's people can together offer him right worship. For those of us not receiving the anointing of the sick this evening, maybe take some time here and pray on behalf of others. Beg Jesus to free those here who are afflicted with illnesses that threaten life, and beg our Savior to free those who aren't with us due to whatever ailments prevent them from joining us in praise, prayer, and worship. Jesus is the one who can make all clean and restore all to right worship. All-powerful God, we beg you to free your people who are afflicted by so many powers that not only threaten life, but rob us of the freedom needed to come before you. Receive the gift of your very self and worship as your united church. Guide all your loved ones through your Holy Spirit to come before you and beg for your healing touch. We offer all our prayers in the name of our divine physician, Jesus our Lord. Amen.